Welcome to episode 71 of the Mayberry Devotional, entitled, Jumping to Conclusions. Today I'll be looking at season 3, episode 5 of the Andy Griffith Show, The Cow Thief. And I'll be looking at scripture from Job, chapter 42, verse 7. Today's episode starts off with Andy and Barney at Tate Fletcher's house, as they're doing some investigation of a cow that Tate has had stolen the previous night. The mayor shows up, and we learn that there was another cow that was stolen prior to Tate's. The mayor reassures Tate that he will help get this solved as quickly as possible, and he promises to get a mammoth experience down from the state capitol to investigate. The next day at the courthouse, we see Andy and Barney discussing the investigator that's coming from the state capitol. Barney is fully against it, but Andy appears to try to be optimistic, thinking that this man might be able to, to help him out. Barney goes over his plans on how he plans of not cooperating with him. In fact, he tells Andy that he's going to give him the big freeze. While listening to Barney, Andy looks out the window and he sees Luke Jensen, who's walking around town looking through the garbage can. Barney describes him as a hermit, and, well, we find out he's been previously been in the Asheville County Jail. Andy decides to see Luke, and he tells him it's, it's a good idea for Luke to see a badge every now and then. Andy makes himself known to Luke, and, well, Luke makes it known to Andy that he doesn't have any money. But later we see that he's kind of showing off his stash of money to his dog that he has. Later back at the courthouse, Barney is looking out the window when he sees the investigator pull up, and Barney reinforces how he's giving him the big freeze. As the investigator comes in, we learn his name is William Upchurch, and he immediately mistakes Barney for being the sheriff, and, well, once he's introduced to Barney... He recognizes Barney's name, and he recognizes there's a report that Barney wrote concerning safety on county roads. He brags on the article, and then, well, he brags on Barney. And, of course, we know that that big freeze that Barney had planned for Upchurch, it goes out the window. It's decided to go back to the farm and get a fresh look at things. They pick up the mayor, and they go to Tate Fletcher's to, to look at the scene. Upon examining the scene, Upchurch finds out that they didn't make a moulage, you know, it's probably the you know, best to keep it kind of quiet. After all, nobody wants to make a big moulage out of all this. But Upchurch does notice something fairly quickly. He notices that there are three sets of footprints, so he deduces it must be a gang. In the next scene, we see Luke Jensen again, and we find out that he is the cow thief. The three sets of footprints come from not a gang stealing cows, but, well, they come from Luke and, and the cow. You see, Luke has put shoes on the cow, so the cow never leaves any footprints. Or would that be hoof prints? I guess it would be. Well, the next day, we see Upchurch and Barney as they're making a moulage of the uh, footprints. Once Upchurch analyzes the plaster cast of the footprints, he figures out that the lead thief, well, he's a small man, and his two helpers are rather large. While the mayor, Upchurch, and Barney are studying the cast, Andy, he's looking out the window and he appears to have his own theory. He has Tate come into town and make sure to talk to Tate about his new cow that he has. And he makes sure to do this in front of Luke Jensen. Andy even goes as far as telling Tate, with Luke in the background, that he'll be working late at the courthouse that night. Later in the evening, at Tate's house, Andy calls the mayor, Barney and Upchurch, to Tate's house and gives him his theory on the cow thief. He points out that there's no print for the cow and explains his theory on how Luke Jensen is doing it. And he tries to explain how he's going to catch Luke when he gives himself up. But, well, the mayor, he won't have anything to do with it. He interrupts and he more or less marches out of the house with Upchurch and Barney close behind. 
Just a bit later, we see Barney return, and he decides to stick it out with Andy. Within just a few minutes, we hear a man hollering and screaming. As everyone gets out to the fenced-in area, we find out that it's Luke Jensen, and he's given himself up, just as Andy guessed. But he's just a little beaten up. When the mayor and Upchurch return, Andy explains that the cow Luke was trying to steal, well, it was actually a bull that didn't want to get stolen. The epilogue shows Andy and Opie at their house as they're taking junk from the attic down to the curb to be taken away for trash. Barney stops by to tell that Andy that Upchurch has left. Barney starts explaining how Upchurch, he jumped to too many conclusions. When Barney notices some elephant prints in Andy's driveway, Barney quickly jumps to the conclusion there's an elephant loose. When we see that the footprints, well, they're from an old umbrella stand that was made from an elephant's foot that Opie has been playing with in the driveway. The scripture I want to look at today comes from Job chapter 42, verse 7. After the Lord had spoken these words to Job, the Lord said to Eliphaz, the Temanite, My anger burns against you and against your two friends, for you have not spoken of me what is right, and my servant Job has. These words come from the last chapter of Job, right before Job is restored. The story of Job starts off that Job has lost nearly everything. He lost all his children, his animals, and his health has taken a turn for the worse. About the only thing that Job has left was his wife and his three friends. And looking back on it, well, this might have been more of a curse than anything. Throughout the book of Job, we see that his friends, if you can call them that, are trying to help Job to figure out what he's done wrong, why he's been cursed by God. In every instance, it seems they keep blaming Job. They jump to all kinds of conclusions about what Job has done wrong. In the last chapter, we see God speak to Job's friends and tell them they have not spoken accurately about God and what has happened to Job, and God tells them to seek forgiveness. Of course, in the Cow Thief episode, we see how many have jumped to conclusions. Barney feels that the coming investigator will be no help. Upchurch thinks that Barney is the sheriff since he carries a gun and is wearing a tie. Upchurch thinks that there are three men that are still in the cows. Andy plants the idea to Luke Jensen that there will be a cow in Tate Fletcher's field. And one of the better ones is in the epilogue when Barney thinks there's an elephant loose in Mayberry. All these men jump to conclusions about different things at different times in the episode. And of course, all of them come to realize later how wrong they were. I think it would be fair to say that most of us jump to conclusions, or at least we have in the past, whether it's maybe someone new we've met or maybe a food that we haven't tried. I'm 50 years old, and I've never tried pecan pie until a couple years ago. I thought it was gross looking, and I never would try it. After I tried it, though, I realized what I'd been missing out all this time. Sometimes we judge people by the way they look or the way they talk, and we find out later that we falsely judged them because we've jumped to conclusions about a preconceived idea that we've had about them. Being from the rural South, many times I think people jump to conclusions and think that I'm just an unintelligent hillbilly that likes guns and NASCAR. And I think after getting to know me that they'll find out I'm fairly intelligent, and, well, I'm not as big a fan of NASCAR as I used to be. I'll be honest, I don't mind being called a hillbilly, and, well... I do like my guns. There's an old quote I've heard attributed to Dolly Parton where she answers those who say that she's a dumb blonde and her response is that she's not dumb and she's not blonde. Too many times we judge people and we judge things for reasons and we jump to conclusions before we find out all that we need to know. Job's friends thought they knew all that they needed to know. 
They thought that God punishes those who did wrong, and since Job was being punished, then Job had done wrong. They were jumping to conclusions because they didn't know all the facts. Many people in the Cow Thief episode were jumping to conclusions because they didn't know all the facts. And I'd say it's safe to say that many times in our lives, we've jumped to conclusions because we didn't know all the facts. Now, I know sometimes we have to make decisions at times when we don't have all the facts. But the important thing is that we must be willing to search out the facts so that we can make the right decisions. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. I hope you'll join me next week as we'll look at Season 3, Episode 6, Barney Men's A Broken Heart. And until then, thanks for listening.